Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Welcome all good people to our show. By the way, I, I don't want to discriminate bad people. Welcome to our show as well. You know, everyone comes to our show. And today we have a special guest because we are going to cover topics about leadership and sales, how you can increase sales. And you need to watch or listen until the end because we have great conversation with David Dulani. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's a big pleasure. A big pleasure because I check out your profile. You have extended experience. Before we start, just tell more about your experience, background, and why you decided to pay a lot of attention to sales. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I had been um, selling sales training for seven years earlier in my career. So um, it just everything sales and marketing was in my blood. And but I had always wanted to get into the tech industry, and I live here in San Francisco. So um, at the same time. Um, they were uh, staffing up Glassdoor, uh, which we know is a big website right now, and looking for salespeople. And so I, I got in the door at Glassdoor, and we started the sales development program while I was at Glassdoor. And uh, you know, they, they call them SDRs, BDRs, etc. Um, really focusing on that that prospecting and um, following up on inbound leads, and eventually, you know, started coaching and, and training and writing playbooks for those with my company that I have now called Tenbound. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Love it. Love it. Uh, okay. Um, you know, I, I check out a few studies online that uh, salespeople uh, distrust marketers. Can you tell why and how to fix it? Because, you know, marketing without sales doesn't work. We, we need to get the right data about our customers, how we can set up marketing messages and how to unite marketers and sales department in one cohesive goal. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I there definitely was a huge problem, you know, back in the day before all the the technology came into play. I I, I see it changing now, especially in the tech industry, um, where we usually focus on, and especially now that there's there's that connection between marketing and sales called the sales development team. Mm -hmm. You know, the SDRs, they kind of sit in between marketing and sales and act as a bridge between those. And more and more, um, these programs are actually rolling up to marketing as a, as a marketing an extension of the marketing team. So I do see it, it's, it's, it's the relationship is improving, um, but there, there is still that perception that marketing sits in like an ivory tower and and they're creating you know brand assets and doing stuff on the <laughs> computer they're not in the trenches you know talking with the customers and working on deals every day and really mm -hmm. hearing what's going on in the marketplace and so there's they create sort of an incongruity between what marketing is giving sales in order to enable them and what sales actually can use and and apply to make make more sales. So there's mm -hmm. still definitely that that you know uh, relationship is strained in a lot of companies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about customers. For example, uh, mm -hmm. today 
customers have a lot of choices you know if they uh, if you can sell them they can buy uh, in many other places you know similar products uh, uh, can you tell how uh, to win uh, customers minds hurts you know to get them on board because uh, uh, according to a few studies uh, most customers don't buy from unrecognizable brands they don't buy if you don't share value with them before uh, that means uh, they need to see your brand uh, it's like seven times uh, you know on the average side can you tell uh, how to win before buying customers uh, uh, and give them the strong reason to check out your products Yeah, I mean, that's such a big question. I, the, the thing where we always start with our clients is go through the buying process yourself and compare it to the buying process that you have with other, with other solutions, um, especially when it comes to B2C. So if you're buying a consumer product, for example, what does that buying experience look like for you? And, and then flip that around and bring it into a B2B environment and, and really put yourself through that filter of how is the buying experience for you in that case? And, and more and more as dinosaurs like me start to evolve out of the workplace, the younger generation is expecting a buying experience that's you know as seamless and intuitive as a consumer buying experience. And so mm -hmm. they're bringing that mentality into B2B. And if they experience any sort of friction, then you're potentially going to lose customers. So I would, mm -hmm. first of all, put yourself in their shoes. How do you buy? The, the second one is, especially with what we do with working with the SDRs and BDRs, is um, it's, it's always the scientific method, applying that to your marketing. So it, it's the classic, it goes back, thousands of years where you start with a hypothesis, you test the hypothesis through experimentation, you document, and then you change uh, your approach for the next hypothesis and continue over and over and over again for the rest of your life, basically. Um, mm -hmm. So two, two things to think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Uh, can you tell how uh, to satisfy customers' intent Uh, when they want to get answers immediately uh, because yeah. most customers are impatient. They, they are not willing to wait when, uh, especially if you are talking about selling online, yeah, when they have questions about your products, they uh, mm -hmm. want to get answers now, but uh, even big companies can't reply fast you know it's frustrating it's no for example I, no it's annoying when you are waiting for the uh, reply uh, to submit questions on some uh, forums uh, waiting for emails how to decide these problems today because customers can leave and uh, forget about your brand yeah exactly i mean that, think about the the how the attention span Uh, is going down. I mean, with all the different technology that people are plugged into and they're constantly being bombarded with information and, and their attention span, you know, continues to, to you know, decline every, every day. But on the flip side, they're still, especially in the B2B market, they're, they're still trying to solve problems every day. Every, there's an ever number you know, ever expanding number of problems that people are trying to solve. And so they're, they're out looking for information. And, and so number one is, are you supplying the content that's really useful 
for them to be able to do that by that 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 initial research and and learn about your brand and start to get engaged. And are you really providing quality, you know, advice and and content that that they can rely on so that they come back so they know about you. And and then when they do decide, okay, this this company really understands my problem. I think there might be something here. If they contact you, you've got to be on that like immediately because mm -hmm. five seconds to your point, like five seconds later, they're off to something else. It, and it might not have anything to do with your competitors or anything. It's it's the, you know, whatever just popped up on their phone or whatever else is going on. So you've got to be right on that either through a bot or have a human being on the chat, you know, helping them so that they can get what they need from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. By the way, uh, I think uh, tools uh, or bot, you mentioned about that. Uh, yeah, they provide a good job today. It's not like uh, two years ago, three years ago today, if you set up the right uh, settings, I don't know. Yeah, you can get uh, high replies to your clients. Uh, I want to share one story. You know, uh, today I got, uh, you know, I have one speaker and he films video for me. Uh, and, uh, you know, when he uh, films video, he usually uh, uses words like blah, 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 something like this, you know, <laughs> and it takes time, you know, to take away all this fluff. Uh, but today he sent me a video with a female, female voice. I, I asked him, what's going on? It's not you. He replied to me, no, no, that was me. Uh, it's impossible because it's female. He, he replied to me, no, it's me, but with artificial intelligent voice, you know, female. Uh, oh that was my, God. you know, yeah, I, I never thought to That's get such, such quality sound without editing with a nice, sweet female voice very it's, it's hard to even to uh, to you know <laughs> to reply uh, no to share uh, how it works but uh, she made vi uh, a video uh, with female sound voice uh, sweetie voice you know without any fluff and yeah i think today artificial intelligence uh, can play a huge role what do you think about uh, setting uh, i don't know like replies with uh, ai tools yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. I'm I'm blown away by the advanced, uh, you know, technology that's been coming mm -hmm. out, especially with deep fakes, also, and mm -hmm. and and the um, the advancements in AI. And what I what we tell people is, there's there's more and more you, the the repetitive activities are being replaced, obviously, by by technology. But there's still value adds of being human in that you can connect the dots mm -hmm. and you can make the context, um, you know, relevant to people that you're actually talking to. The, the, the AI hasn't quite gotten to that point yet. And so there still is a lot of people ask me, are we going to just get rid of all salespeople and, and just have bots be doing everything? And my answer is I, we're not there yet. And there, there's still a lot of value add that salespeople can bring, a good salesperson, in, in bringing that context and connecting the dots for the customers. And so um, if, if I was out there listening as a marketer or a salesperson, I would say you've got to really become fluent in the problems that your <laughs> market is trying to solve and what creative ways can you come up with to truly, really help them.
Um, mm -hmm. The computer cannot do that yet, but who knows? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Talk to yeah. me in 10 years, maybe. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, yeah. Uh, when I submit some requests and uh, got after reply, yeah, it's awful, you know, yeah, in, yeah. in many cases. So, yeah, yeah, it's better to be careful with that, to check out uh, manually uh, how it works. If it works good, why not? You can use it. If it's not, uh, it's better to leave it and to wait a little bit or to find another tool, you know, with that. Okay. Uh, I mean, and real quick, if you've ever been a customer of Facebook, as far as placing Facebook ads and, and doing any sort of business relationship with Facebook, it's a nightmare. I mean, because they're there's and no offense to anybody from Facebook, if you're listening, but they, they know that they have you and they're going to get mm -hmm. your money. Right. So they, mm -hmm. they don't care if the bot doesn't work or mm -hmm. if you can't get the answer that you need or you just need a human being to, to help you contextualize and connect the dots. They don't care because they know you're mm -hmm. going to eventually either figure it out and give the money or just go away. It doesn't matter any it, it, it you know whatever they're still going to be super successful so facebook mm -hmm. can get away with that but i bet most of the people on the call can't i mean you still have to be in there helping your customers as a human being so that they can get what they need mm -hmm. uh what do you think about selling uh bad products uh is it a good idea to sell them or uh it's better to check it out the quality before selling what do you think yeah selling bad products did you say yeah bad products i mean like yeah quality. just low quality crap yeah yeah oh my god no dude <laughs> it's gotta be <laughs> i mean that may work for a little while you know but eventually it's gonna uh you know if you want to be in business for more than a, a year or two <laughs> um mm -hmm. you're gonna get caught out because they're never gonna come back or they're gonna tell their friends and leave bad reviews about you and stuff like that mm -hmm. So um, I, I think that uh, when you're when you're starting out and you're just trying to figure stuff out, you might you might have you might be restrained because your product mm -hmm. is not very good, but you still have to put food on the table right for the family. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you have any sort of traction or or you're making any progress, the quality of the product is everything, really. Mm -hmm. You know, because if you if you think about it. Um, you know, you, you you can sell and market and and do all the proactive activities till your face is, turns blue. But if your product is a piece of crap, the all that is for nothing. You got a couple of dollars, yeah. and and then you got to start over. So mm -hmm. really, I mean, you got to emphasize the quality of the product. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even you know, uh, I know that it's better to check it out, uh, customer reviews. But uh, if you're not sure about quality, you can uh, send for free, you know, to bloggers, to <laughs> customers, to ask their reviews, yeah. feedback, to get it and think how to improve it. You know, many companies usually do it like this, you know, they check out. Uh, by the way, uh, can you tell sure. me about uh, learning customers? For example, uh, I read a few stories when CEOs of big companies, real big companies, they don't rely to tools. Uh, I don't remember exactly that was actually Pepsi. Uh, 
And uh, if I remember correctly, uh, CEO of this company uh, came to customers uh, and asked about their feeling, about their pain points. And many other companies, if I'm wrong about Pepsi, uh, they usually uh, talk to customers, uh, then don't rely to data, tools. Is it a good idea to, uh, to uh, go to one customer, to two customers, to spend time with them? Or it's better to learn the average data from tools? Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it's hard. Like the CEO is pulled in so many different directions, and and they're trying mm-hmm. to do so many different things. And and I think it's easy to get take your eye off the ball of what's the most important thing, which is the customers, right? And and their their success, and making sure that what you're everything that you're doing is is helpful to them, so that they keep coming back. Because after, right. I think if you if you um, Take your eye off of of the customers and their problems and how you you solve those specifically. If you take your eye off that long enough, you end up shipping products that nobody wants and things go downhill and you get fired. You know, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's what happens all the time. Um, and and one of the, one of the pieces of technology that's really helped in the sales world has been um, call recorders that analyze uh, sales calls. And um, mm-hmm. some of the big names are Gong, Chorus, and Exec Vision in in our world. And and essentially, they they um, all the sales calls are now over Zoom because of COVID, and they sit in in the in the Zoom and they record the call with the consent of the of the customer. And and then there's AI in the back analyzing the words that they say and the the expressions that they use and how they describe their problems and things like that. And um, you know this has been a huge advancement in the sales world because um, instead of just sales is kind of a, a art and science, you know, um, and it's mainly the art, you know. And some salespeople are just really really good at understanding pain points and 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 building relationships and all that that art artistic type of stuff mm-hmm. but with these the being able to analyze the conversation and really really focus in on uh what's important to customers has really helped um salespeople to be to, to be better and marketers as well because you know marketers like i said sometimes are are removed a little bit from the customers and their problems um, and and they, they lose sight of how to set up programs in order to really uh, uh, get in front of those. And so mm-hmm. you got to listen to your customers. I guess you know that's the main point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I have an, uh, another question about. Um, uh, it's like a strategy. For example, in marketing, we have a short, medium, and long uh, playing games like strategy, uh, goals. And uh, what about sales? Uh, can yeah. we set up uh, some uh, long playing strategies uh, to sell products? Uh, because I think salespeople, uh, probably I'm wrong, uh, but they want to sell today. You know, it's not about tomorrow or uh, in the next yeah. year. What do you think about that? Provide more insights. Yeah, I mean, I think that sales should be involved in in product development and and uh, and marketing d- ingrained. Really, I think it's mm-hmm. critical, at least on the leadership level, um, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure that everyone's in alignment. Because if you think about it, if 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 um, and this is more in like bigger companies, but if if 
um, the the product development team is developing things that nobody wants uh, because they haven't talked to a customer in a long time, or they're not on the front line with the salespeople. That's obviously going to affect the whole company downstream. Um, so so and and any any product developer or product marketer worth their salt is going to know this. But but if 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 this is news to you, then you got to make sure that the you know the front line. Uh, feedback that you're getting from customers on the current products that you have and the pain points that they're trying to solve is making it into your product development cycle and then going into the marketing material that you're putting out mm -hmm. and the events and the, you know, SEO, everything that you're doing. And, and so you can make sure that you just stay relevant um, for, for one. Now, going beyond that, if, if you're trying to do like a breakthrough um, that that uh, breakthrough product that's completely different, it's going to revolutionize the marketplace. That's on a different level because it's it's almost like you have to go above the current you know customer problems and come up with something completely different. Um, and and that is in the realm of you know ge genius level <laughs> type mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, so for us regular people, it's just hey. You know what are the customers dealing with, and how how can we best serve those needs? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, uh, valuable. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about retaining customers longer. You know, uh, yeah. according to a few studies, acquiring new customer costs five times more than uh, retaining a customer. How to uh, build these relationships? How to build this? Uh, or I don't know. Or how to retain them, keep them longer, uh, to build uh, loyalty with customers. Uh, provide more insights about that. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think that you know that is essentially why the software is a service, and it, we're we're in the you know the tech industry here, and and why software as a service has grown so tremendously over the last 20 years is because the, the 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 toughest part is going out and luring in and finding the customers getting them to sign up for the subscription once they're over that hump then it's like we just really need to celebrate them and take care of them and make sure that they're staying with us year after year so i i would just say thing number one is if you don't have any sort of subscription product or subscription service or nothing that's sort of recurring automatically that that's where i would start i mean think about mm -hmm. how your product or service could potentially become a subscription where it, it's it's not set it and forget it but it's essentially as long as the customers are getting value each month they're not thinking about canceling um mm -hmm. so, so that that's the first thing and that's a big hurdle for a lot of companies um you know a lot of companies still sell products and services as a project project by project by project some of the biggest companies in the world do that they're not on mm -hmm. a subscription and and so if if from a business perspective if 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 it's possible to go that way then you're solving a lot of issues now once they're once they're either on a project with you or they're in a subscription you've got to do everything that you can to make sure that they're informed about the value that you're providing um, mm -hmm. And I think that that's especially with consultants and and co freelancers and coaches and things like that. There's there you get so heads down trying to provide the service you know that you uh, promised or to create the product for them. You're not really ensuring that they're getting value from it and c communicated enough. 
And, mm-hmm. and, and so I think that's a lot of companies fall down and, and we, 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 we've made that mistake, you know, in the past where mm-hmm. we weren't in communication enough um, because we were so focused on delivering the service that we, we didn't make sure that they really felt like they were getting enough value from it. And, and uh, that, that becomes a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and there, there's yeah. one more, one more quick mm-hmm. thing to think about is creating a community um, uh, around the problem that people are trying to solve that you're really good at. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so, you know, if, if your niche is, let's say SEO, right. Um, so you, you solve the problem of, of, uh, getting people to the top of the search box. I'm sure that there's a millions of problems that come into play when it comes to SEO and, and, um, there's millions of people out there that are actively trying to solve those problems. So is there a way that you can um, get those people together into a forum or into some kind of discussion uh, around those problems where you're not selling, um, you know, or pitching constantly, but you're bringing them together, adding value um, and, and bringing your customers in there, adding value to them and just staying in communication as you move forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you mentioned about software as a service, and yeah. I often see when these companies uh, provide freemium versions, demo versions, yeah, because they want to uh, give customers some stuff for free because they can check out how it works for them. And yeah. uh, I, I like uh, the quote from HRFs, and they share on the main page, uh, don't buy our product before uh, understanding that it works for you, <laughs> before you yeah. understand how it works. So uh, why you need to have uh, customers who don't understand your product, they can leave it uh, and uh, leave a negative review. So it's better, you know, <laughs> yeah. to satisfy the intent before. Okay. Big time. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I have the question about uh, learning sales. Uh, can you tell if someone, because, you know, I have uh, two, um, no, I, I have different audience. Some of them want to uh, uh, be good salespeople. Uh, the second part, uh, they usually sell their products a lot more. Let's help uh, the, <laughs> the first part. Uh, how yeah. to learn sales today? Uh, because we have a lot of stuff online. How to find the right way and to, to know that it's not the best, but uh, it's a good way to learn about sales. Yeah, I mean, the advantage that we have now is that information is essentially free. Um, and, mm-hmm. and it's a huge change. I mean, just in the last 20 years, it, it, people probably didn't even don't remember, but you used to have to pay a lot to get good information. And and it was, be, you know, you had to order like books and stuff like that and, and videos mm-hmm. and they came in the mail to your house. I mean, this is like crazy to think about. But right now, essentially there's uh, a lot of the best information is available for free, you know, just uh, with your internet browser and you can, you can learn a tremendous amount. So Mm -hmm. if you're starting out in sales and you're just trying to um, understand, you know, the basic concepts, I would just go to YouTube and, and um, you know, type in some of the basic contents and, and start to create your own playlist of, um, of, you know, the basics of, of selling and, and just start to, use, you know, uh, learn some of these skills uh, from the lectures and the different content that's out there. And then the main thing with sales is 
at some point you, you turn off the YouTube and and put all your notes away and then just go sell. Um, you mm -hmm. got to You've got to take those skills and, um, you know, start using them and, and learning from your mistakes and things that went wrong uh, to improve your skills on, because it, it's really a, you know, it's a one-to-one, -one, um, you know, contact. Um, and, and, you know, that's how, that's probably the best way to learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think uh, it depends on your loving format as well. For example, I know someone uh, likes to read books, others uh, watch video, someone uh, is good with uh, audio podcasts. Uh, yeah. For example, I love uh, audio podcasts because uh, when you are walking with dogs or just, uh, I don't know, training, exercising, you can listen to audio podcasts. By the way, you have your podcast. Can you yeah. tell about your podcast? Because uh, yeah, I think it's a good way to learn about sales as well. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, uh, basically every software as a service company out there, I, I don't say every, but most software as a service companies have a sales development team. And it's it's basically, it's a team of people that sits between the marketing department and the sales team. And their whole job is to just prospect for new customers or follow up on inbound leads. And, and mm -hmm. so there's this there's this industry that's basically been created over the last, you know, 10 years um, specializing in this one niche. And, and that's what the podcast, our podcast focuses on. So we talk to, you know, senior marketing and, and sales leaders. We talk to the managers that are running the sales development programs. And then we talk to the reps who are actually doing the job every day to try to pull out, you know, the best practices and the best way to do it. And, and mm -hmm. so it's great because on the flip side, from a marketing perspective, they're all potential customers for us as well, um, because we sell advisory services for this team and we run events, you know, so mm -hmm. it's, it's like, let's bring them in the family, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, uh, we get to know them and, and we, we help them and we become friends and there you go. Yeah. 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 Love it. Love it. Especially yep. about events. You know, you can build relationships if you uh, attend on events and ask some questions, great questions, you know, uh, because it's hard to ask these questions uh, online when you uh, see someone each, uh, you know, face by face. Yeah. You can ask many good questions. Let's talk about leadership. Uh, can you tell uh, if someone uh, can't feel, uh, uh, you know, to be active uh, or, uh, you know, uh, is it possible to, uh, I don't know, it's like uh, to educate yourself, to be a leader, uh, to uh, get leadership skills and uh, to use them to sell your products? Yeah, I mean, I definitely. I, I think that... Um, you know, obviously there's people that are born, you know, with certain yeah. God given attributes. I mean, there's, there's natural born leaders, there's natural born salespeople, there's natural born athletes, you know, it, it, it's like some people win the lottery, you know, with, yeah. with their parents and how they were born and stuff like that, for sure. I mean, I, I, I think that's, you can't dispute that some people have a head start. But mm -hmm. for the average person, um, you know, the, you can definitely increase your leadership skills and your sales skills incrementally 
um, you know, through intense study, practice, and 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 uh, e even coaching. You know, there's coaches for for uh, getting better at these things. Um, and so I, I I think that it's it's nature, but it's it's also nurture. If if you really want to be better at, at some of these things, you can absolutely increase your skills there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree with that. I remember when I started to film my videos. Uh, and uh, for me, that was much better to break my leg than film a video. You know, uh, yeah. I was scared. Camera. <laughs> uh, I didn't know what to say. I wrote the full transcript of this video uh, mm. and uh, I failed with my first attempt to remove this video and uh, made a few uh, more attempts yeah uh, but uh, during the time when uh, I decided so I love it because uh, after filming a hundred videos and yeah I decided to go to English-speaking countries because I started in Ukraine you know to film videos yeah so I think it's experience and consistency uh, can you tell more about uh, yeah. consistency what, what do you think how it's important today you know to improve your skills uh, to be consistent in your way yeah I think that's it exactly and I'll give you a perfect example I hate writing I, I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's it's like uh, not breaking the leg, but I mean, it's it's torturous <laughs> for me it, it, because I I'm just I can't focus on it, and it's really really hard for me to get the mm -hmm. ideas down on into the computer. But I wrote a book, you know. Um, I we have a book called the Sales Development Framework, and I think it's pretty good. And and literally, it's exactly what you mentioned. It, it's just consistency. Um, habitual activity over the course of time and sticking with something, um, you know, to, to achieve a goal. That's all, that's mm -hmm. 100%. And, you know, there's a great book called Atomic Habits, which I'm sure that the listeners are aware of. And it really breaks down, um, you know, how to start, I mean, atomic, like a very small habit, but repeated mm -hmm. day by day by day. Um, until it builds up to something, um, you know, and so that's what I did with writing. It was just like, I hated it. I didn't want to do it. Um, it's miserable, but uh -huh. you know, one page, half a page, one sentence every day, <laughs> you know, and, and after a couple of years, you have a book, you know, so nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, I hated, uh, to take a cold shower, but I do it every single day or Oof. over four years something like this because you know in 2019 yeah and that was 2019 uh, i came back to ukraine from turkey we uh, spent time in turkey and i uh, i got flu and couldn't recover 45 days that was hard i don't know what to do 45 days i, I think that was uh, the first uh, covid 19 you know uh, on this planet because we got uh, epidemic uh, uh, that was in 2020 yeah or 2021 uh, yeah. but you know uh, uh 45 days i couldn't recover uh, and uh, i got it that medicine pills can't help me uh, after recovering i decided to take a cold shower every single day mm. and for over three years i didn't get any flu cold and completely forget about that <laughs> so oh. and, and i i still hate it i still hate mm. but uh, yeah. you know 
if you are consistent in your way, if you like perseverance, you know, you can go ahead with that. Okay, yeah. I have the question about the That's future. Yeah. Can you predict the future in sales? Uh, what kind of future will be? Uh, tools will replace uh, sales people, or they can't because uh, they can't uh, touch emotions. You know, uh, uh, 75 of all decisions are emotions. And yeah, what kind of future you see? And uh, uh, what companies need to do today to uh, to take this future? Yeah, I mean, I think that salespeople will, they'll become more valuable, great salespeople. But if 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 they're not great salespeople, then they'll be replaced more and more, like we were talking about with, with computers and robots and, you know, deep fakes <laughs> and things like that. So a great salesperson, it becomes a trusted advisor. You know, they're mm -hmm. almost like a consultant. Um because they know the industry, they know the market, they're really intimately aware of your problems, and they'll put together a solution that, that can truly help you. You know, the, 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 they'll always be that, you know, for the foreseeable future, and that, that will become more and more valuable. And, and the, those people will become higher, you know, paid and, 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 more richly rewarded because of being able to develop that skill set but but really the lower that you go on the the um the salesperson you know value chain the more and more it'll be replaced by robots and so i would just say you know and and it could be it's the same for consultants or coaches or business people in general um, you know, if it, you, you need to work a lot harder to improve your skills and get better at what you're doing every day, because your competitor is not necessarily the other company that's competitive, competing against you. It's, mm -hmm. um, it's mediocrity. It's, it's mm -hmm. being, it's being, um, if, if you've ever heard of that expression, um, there's above the API and below the API. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, any human job that ends up below the API will be replaced by a robot. And mm -hmm. so you've got to fight every day to increase your value um, so that you you're above the API. That's my that's my <laughs> that's my advice. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. I think, you know, uh, it's better to uh, check out online studies. What kind of occupations will disappear and uh, yeah. during the whole history uh, it's not the first time when some uh, occupations disappeared and uh, probably taxi drivers i don't know like uh, uh, similar occupations will disappear uh, I, i'm not sure about accounting it's a complex process but yeah uh, it's better to learn and creativity uh, will live longer <laughs> you know robots can't uh, replace uh, creativity you know or possibly, i don't know possibly can we will see <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> okay david uh, it's a big pleasure to get you on my show to yeah. learn from you uh tell our audience how they can reach out to you learn more about you follow you yeah definitely just tenbound.com so t-e-n-b-o-u-n-d.com tons of free resources about this this type of thing and we'd love to see you at one of the events so Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Uh, you can announce any events. I'll submit to uh, our description. Yeah, absolutely. So just um, we do virtual conferences and then we have a live conference 
Mm-hmm. This cannot be replaced by a robot, right? He said. <laughs> so we have a live conference at the end of the year in Austin, Texas, um, where we'll have you know leaders in the software space and marketing, sales development, sales, etc. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it should be a lot of fun. So I hope that mm-hmm. everybody can make it. Okay, guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Reach out to David, ask him questions, follow him on social media, take part uh, and attend his events. You know, yeah, it's a big pleasure, David, again, you know, to learn from you. You share a lot of valuable insights. And uh, thanks, guys, for listening and watching us. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.